Welcome to the Make Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Spears, marketing coach and consultant for heart-led, purpose-fueled, ambitious business owners who are on a mission to live out their wildest dreams and who don't settle for anything less than extraordinary. My mission with this podcast is to inspire and empower you to make magic with your marketing, your business, and your life. I'll be bringing you conversations with a range of incredibly inspirational coaches, healers, and experts to expand your mind, level up your business, and enrich your life one episode at a time. If you're someone who believes in magic and works at intentionally cultivating a life full of abundance, then this podcast is for you. In this episode, I chat with the wonderful Leanne Cumber, a soul-led coach coaching women to become their most magnetic and abundant selves. Leanne works with women who know that they're destined for more, but hold back from going after what they truly desire. She works with people's own energetic blueprint and helps them to transform and master their energy so that they can unapologetically be the person they came here to be. In this episode, we chat about finding purpose through the messy twists and turns that life throws on our path. And Leanne gives us an amazing insight into how to truly embrace and utilize our intuition in order to discover our soul's purpose. We chat about attracting soulmate clients through Instagram marketing and really trusting the divine timing of intuitive downloads for Instagram posts. Let's dive in. Enjoy. Hey, Leanne, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Liz? (laughs) I'm really good. Thank you. I am so excited to chat with you. You know, one of the reasons I asked you to come on the podcast is that we've vibed so much on Instagram, like the wonderful world of Instagram. I know so many people have what they call like a love-hate relationship with it. But if we focus on the positives here, like it's incredible. It allows us to connect with people from all over the world and share our energy in such a powerful way that we become like Instagram buddies and then can create wonderful things like this like I feel like maybe this is just the beginning of you know collaborations that we may do together um so super 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 excited to be chatting with you I mean I couldn't I actually couldn't have said it better myself that's yeah a lovely lovely way (laughs) to look at it yeah and it's a yeah, free tool as well, isn't it? You know, you just get access to all these wonderful beings, you know, sharing their light and their wisdom. Mm. And you get access mm-hmm. to that for free. <laughs> exactly. It's free. And I think it's what so many of us have, oh, I don't know, like been craving over the past 18 months, you know, been locked in our houses. And certainly for me, my experience has just been incredible, insane, like the amount of like-minded and inspirational people I've learned from connected with had really like um comforting conversations with it's yeah been a lifesaver honestly yeah (laughs) I mean it's really lifted the energy I think Mm. um I think god can you imagine a lockdown like this without technology I mean my goodness no yeah even don't even want to think about it Um, so I would love to kick off with you introducing yourself to everyone okay uh so I guess um if you don't know me already I am a coach I like to call myself like a soul-led coach um so what I'm working with really is I sort of call myself a soul-led mindset and manifestation coach I guess that's I mean I don't really like you know putting myself in a box but you know for when you're reaching out to people you know on the internet you know sometimes you have to kind of put yourself into a framework so I guess mindset and manifestation coach would be um the easiest, the simplest way to define myself there. So I work with women, um, only women. um, And I guess really what I love to do is work with women on helping them own their worth um, and build their confidence and really tap into that like innate magnetic power that they have within them which we all have within us male female um and really go after what they want in life yeah 
um, because there's so much that pulls us back, that holds us back, that stops us from doing that. So I guess I just love working with women to like shed that armor that we have, that we build, that we build up um, around ourselves to protect ourselves. And, um, and they really come from like, lived experiences past experiences we build up this armor and it's just about like peeling away the layers taking that armor off you know shedding those stories so that we can just let this this light you know shine and just just go for our our desires our dreams our goals um unapologetic unapologetically so um we're really living from our purpose from our spark you know from um, yeah, from that place of uh, intuitive um, authenticity. Mm, yeah, I love that. And just listening to you say that um, has just kind of really made me realize, or I just want to say that you embody that in everything you do in your content because um, you know that's the main experience yeah. I have with you is following you on Instagram right and yeah. I guess that's another reason why I was so drawn to you because you yeah you embody your work mm. and that light and that joy and that energy honestly just jumps out of like oh. the image or the real you do or whatever it is yeah yeah um and I was I, I mean I always you what sorry Go for it. I always hope I always hope that happens, but you know, I'm not immune from you know that you know that's what I love working with 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 women. But you know, I'm not immune to that you know that voice in my head like, oh, is that good enough? Is that you know does that really sell? You know, is that really um, portraying you know what I want it to portray? You know, those you know those niggles still come in. But if that messaging is you know sparking something in somebody, then that's 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 great. That's amazing, and that's all I can really hope for. Really, yeah, isn't it funny? Um, I think sometimes it can be so easy for us for someone to sit our side of Instagram or um, the internet, whatever it might be that we're, we're consuming or engaging with and um, kind of create this separateness. Like I'm over here with all my shit, all my stuff going around my head, all, you know, all the inner critic stuff. And I wish I could be more like her. And it's this weird, I think it's this weird pedestal thing we do or this, this, yeah, this way that humans sometimes create separation and we forget that we are all the same so no matter yeah. how together and inspiring and all the stuff someone may appear to be <laughs> they're still dealing with the things you're dealing with <laughs> yeah they're still dealing <laughs> with some shit somewhere you know um yeah but you know the point is I guess that the power comes from recognizing that and you know working working with what's going on rather than you know, pushing it down, pushing it aside, pushing it away, you know. Um, and I think that's where um, the power of Instagram, because that's the platform I mainly work from, is that, you know, most of the people that I follow on Instagram are, you know, doing amazing things. And I, the people, you know, I have quite a good um, bullshit detector. Um, <laughs> for want of a better phrase but um you know I mostly follow people that I do feel like they're just coming from you know a heartfelt place um and I like tapping into that energy their energy so you know my feed is just oh it's a source of inspiration really mm, yeah incredible um so I would love to dig into your journey a little bit so on your Instagram profile now you've just kind of spoken in a little bit of depth about what you do but on your Instagram profile you know you say you're a soul-led coach you help people to release resistance and master their energy you teach people how to kind of embody soulful magnetism and you teach yoga you do so much and I'd just love to know your journey from getting to yeah. wherever you were like wherever you want to start with this to where mm. you are now because I can feel I can imagine that there's a lot to it and you weren't always yeah. in this space <laughs> no 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 uh, I mean yeah that's a really good question because I think 
I think it goes back quite far. Like, well, with everybody, it goes back really far because, you know, you probably know this already, Liz. Lots of your listeners probably know this. But, you know, in childhood, we um, we really kind of, that's where our social conditioning really kind of begins. It takes place, you know, between the ages of naught and seven, you know, we're being programmed. We're just like a sponge and we're just absorbing. Um, and then by the time you get to about seven, which is my daughter's age now, one of my daughter's ages now, um, you already know, you've already created your likes and dislikes. Yeah. You already have decided that, that's no good for me. That doesn't feel good. I don't want to do that. Or that feels good. I like that. Or, you know, I'll, I'll do that. I'll go for that. And I can already see it in my seven-year-old daughter. You know, she's already decided what she likes, what she doesn't like. Whereas, you know, when you're much younger, I've also got a 15 month old, you know, <laughs> she's just a sponge, you know, she'll just, you know, she'll just run into whatever, you know, she's not even, she doesn't even have that level of consciousness to know that, actually, am I, am I going to like this? You know, she doesn't have that reflection yet. So I guess like everybody, it all starts in childhood, really. Um, I would say I was incredibly lucky in my childhood in the fact that I had loving parents that looked after me, uh, supported me um, well, on my side. And then when I got to about... I don't know, maybe like 11 or 12. I need to check with my mum, but my mum's a spiritual healer. So I've always had, you know, this, this energy of spiritual realm, you know, around me. I don't even really know what to call it. Like it's always been in my consciousness and I've always felt really aligned to it. Like it's always felt comfortable in my body and in my heart. Like when people say, you know, are you religious? You know, you know, what's your religion? I don't, you've probably had that growing up. Don't hear it as often anymore, but growing up certainly did have it. And my mum was from a Catholic family. So it was a real, I guess she was a little bit laughed at, um, you know, and kind of put her in that sort of black sheep of the family type vibe. But she was still incredibly close to her family. They accepted, you know, her beliefs, but there was that sort of, you know, vibe around it. But for me, uh, just even from, it must have been like 10, 11, 12, it just made perfect sense to me. And, you know, my mum shared so much wisdom with me growing up. Um, And then I always knew what I wanted to do. So growing up from a really young age, I always knew what I wanted to do. I already had that visualization of what my life was going to look like, what I was going to do, and nothing was going to deter me from that. So that's the path I went on. (laughs) I'll get to that in a minute. Um, And then... When I, as I got older, so I went off to university. um, So I wanted to be an actor. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an actor. I went off to university. I studied drama. Then I went on to drama school. I went to drama school. And then I went out into the big, bad world of acting. And it was hard. It was really tricky. It was really tough. Um, Lots of toxic people. Uh, lots of toxic situations Um, and I really lost my way like really big time because I had this vision and I didn't want to let go of that vision but I was actually being pulled somewhere else but I could I couldn't quite let it go because I'd invested so much of myself so much of my time so much of my energy um and so much of my heart like for a really long time that was in my heart like where where I felt like home I guess like so I couldn't imagine I couldn't even imagine myself doing anything else so it was really hard for me to like give up on that even though it was really toxic for me and no good for me and was really messing with my mental emotional and spiritual health and my mum so my mum actually introduced me to um well, she was a, like, she's a spiritual healer. So she, whenever I went home from like London, she gave me like, healing. We went to spiritualist church. I'd go and sit on the beach. 
you know, soak up the energy, feel alive again, feel like me again, go back to London, get back on the audition train, you know, and then feel like shit again. <laughs> and it kind of, I didn't know how to break free from this, if I'm honest, even though I had my, like, my parents and my mum who were so supportive and so, so great, I kind of, I think, I felt like I'd be letting them down if I gave it all up because they also invested time and money as well. Mm. And I kind of felt like I can't give this up because one, what else am I going to do? There's nothing, there's nothing in this world I feel passionate about other than this, you know? Um, So yeah, it was like, I can't give this up. I just have to keep going with it. It will work its way out, you know? Um, And like the more resistance I had to it, I guess, you know, when we're thinking about manifestation, like my mindset around it was just terrible. Like I used to really get excited when my agent called me and said, you've got an audition. I'd be like, yes, I've got an audition. Great. And then it got to the point where it was like, oh God, I've got an audition. Oh God, you know, then the the self-talk comes in. Like, how the hell am I going to do this? I can't remember lines. Um, uh, And also as well, I used to go up, used to be put up for parts that I really didn't feel like would do me much good you know like really so it was almost like I don't really want this part so that was like my belief system so what was manifesting I was just getting more of that and then what was happening you know I started having like so so much self-doubt like I can't do this and I'd get into auditions and I'd I'd, you know mess it up why did I mess it up because I just had that energy of I'd failed before I even, you know, walked in the door. I'd talked myself out of it. And then what else happened? I'd manifested bad relationships because I, my self-worth was, you know, really quite, quite low. Um, you know, I was becoming a magnet to um, people that just weren't particularly good for me. But the only thing I think that I can take from that particular period of my life is there's always been guardian angels and they've been in the form of friends, friendships and um, just people that have been like mentors along the way that I didn't recognize at the time. But I reflect back and I think, wow, you know, my angels must have just been looking out for me and looking over me because I kind of like kept on this. This. um, this path of protection, I guess I like to call it. Cause I mean, there's been many a times when, you know, I was a, a drunk hot mess <laughs> on a tube <laughs> or on a bus. And I just think, wow, like someone must've been looking over me because you know, that's dangerous. Like I look back now and I think, oh my goodness me, like what, what? not anything I would do now. Um, and I think a lot of us go through that, you know, a lot of us experience that, experience those, times in our lives when we're really out of balance and we're really knocked off center and we don't know how to get ourselves back on track and yeah, um, I think a lot of people will resonate with with that kind of earlier stage as well because I certainly do I I started fashion marketing at uni and then I went into work for fashion brands and that's what I'd invested you know, three years of my education and my life, you know, moving to another city and all of that, like it's mm. money, energy, emotion, it's all, all everything you've got to give, yeah. give to it. And then, I mean, I certainly didn't feel like there was even another option. It was like, this is yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. And it took me quite a few years in the fashion industry to be, to realize that it was not for me. It was not serving me. It wasn't in alignment yeah. with all those things. I think, yeah, when we're, when we're starting out, it's like the structure of, you know, education and society is very linear. It's school, you know, perhaps college or A-levels, uni, then you, you go and work in that field. And I think it's changing a lot more so now, yeah. but certainly probably when you and I were going through that, it was like, what? There wasn't many other options, were there? No. It was like, okay cool like go to university you can have a student loan you can go to university pick what you want to do by the way because you're probably going to have to do that for the rest of your life (laughs) make a decision now you know fill out your UCAS form and it's like what you know you know I was kind of lucky enough to know what my interests were and what I really wanted to do 
but there was no opportunity to explore any other avenues it was like no this is kind of your hobbies so you know do that cool yeah all right yeah these, these are my hobbies this is what I feel like I'm good at I'll do that you know but I have friends that were filling out that UPass form that had absolutely no idea what they wanted to do you know and then they go off to university and they're like oh my goodness I meant to feel like I know what I want to do for the rest of my life, you know, and then you leave university and then it's like, oh, I hope you've got it all figured out. Because by the time you're like 25, I mean, I don't know how old you are, Liz, but I think I think you're in your 30s. I'm sure I asked yeah. you actually. Yeah, I'm 33. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're probably similar. I'm 36. You know, back then it was like, you know, you, you need to kind of have it all figured out because by the time you're 25, you know, you want to be, you know, saving and looking to find a partner that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And then, you know, by the time you're sort of in your 30s, <laughs> you're going to be having to. And this is all like social conditioning that's like implanted. It's like ingrained in us. And, you know, that's how we we just move with it. And we never sort of well, some people do. But, you know, I particularly never I never stop to think that actually um there is another way you know um there is another way and it can be your way and actually um no one can take away um you know that peace within you that peace within your body that says actually I'm okay I don't need to go and get married or at 25 and find my life partner at 25 and buy a house at 30 and you know and when you sort of get to that point, which, you know, I did eventually get to that point, but um, you find that, I mean, you look back and you just go, wow, that, that, was a, that was a crazy journey. But, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way because, you know, along that journey, there's a lot of spiritual growth and a lot of lessons. And, um, you know, I feel so, I never imagined I would actually be as happy and as at peace as I am now, like back in my 20s, uh, mid 20s, like I just, I couldn't even be with myself, like for long periods of time. <laughs> I know that it sounds really strange when I say that because I'm actually quite an introvert and love my own company. Like I absolutely adore it. I love it. I crave it. I just, want to be with myself <laughs> all the time <laughs> not all the time but you know I have children so you know that that doesn't happen very often um but back in my mid-20s I'd be like messaging my housemates like when are you home when are you coming home when are you going to be back <laughs> you know like let's do something I couldn't like sit with my feelings I couldn't sit and uh, I couldn't sit and just be comfortable in who I was because I had come so far away from who I was um so was there something that happened that kind of you know like awakened you from what you're experiencing or do you think it was gradual like was it a series of many things it was really gradual it was really gradual I was in this really terrible relationship and I kind of got to the point where I was like, oh my goodness, enough is enough. I, you know, I'm, I was kind of like addicted to the drama of it because again, like it took the distraction away from myself, my life, my, and it makes it sound like my life was terrible. My life wasn't actually terrible. It was just really, I just wasn't grounded at all and I didn't know where I was going so I felt lost and that's kind of I guess I kind of call it like the miscellaneous years it was like <laughs> I like that I was, yeah I was just lost I was just sort of like wand wandering you know and I think from my experience and working with a lot of other people we like to feel grounded we like to feel a sense of purpose. We like to feel a sense of we're doing something bigger, something bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that treadmill of getting on a tube, getting into the, you know, an office or getting into a job you hate, I'm sure we've all been there, all been in a job where we're staring at the clock or we're looking out the window or we're avoiding taking that action on um, an email or a 
I don't know, a spreadsheet because we're just not there. We're really not there. Our soul is not aligned. It's not there. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it's not sparking anything in us. So, um, yeah, I think for me, going back to your question about was there anything that sort of, you know, ignited this trajectory, you know, into um, changing, you know, where I'd come from. No, it was like an un, it was like an unraveling. So at the time, you know, I was in my mid twenties. Like relationships were like a really big thing. Like, you know. Me and my housemates used to say, like, you know, like, oh, any minute now, you know, that wonderful guy is just going to come in. You know, we used to just talk, you know, like silly, silly stuff. But, you know, really, we kind of all felt like that. Like, you know, when are we going to meet someone like really amazing and meaningful, you know? Um, so, you know, I decided in that moment that, OK, I'm done with this, this particular shitty relationship. Like, this is just, I just can't even deal with this anymore so once I got rid of that then I kind of just worked on myself a little bit um exercise um I used to run so when I was running it was like a meditation in itself like I never even used to listen to music I just used to just get into this like meditative state and focus on my breath and my breathing just putting one foot in front of the other and that was like really medicine for me and then a friend of mine was going to a yoga class and I joined, I joined them. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. This feels so good for me. And it was like, every time I went to this particular yoga class, it was like something just peeled away, like a heavy, a heavy feeling just like peeled away, just was removed. Um, but I kind of didn't, I just saw it I still just saw it as like exercise this is just kind of exercise like I really like going to the you know at the time I was like I really like going to the classes where I feel like I'm really working my body you know I was in that sort of my mindset um and then I met my partner and he was like so different to what I'd experienced so because you know because I was in the acting world I was meeting a lot of like creative people which you know was great is great but there is like this dark side to uh, like creativity in the sense that there's a lot of artists and writers and actors and musicians that um, are uh, jaded and uh, bitter about um, where they are in their life, you know? Um, and that obviously manifests and it creates this whole culture of, just icky icky vibes really um so I wanted just to come away from that I just kind of wanted to leave it at the door and just be like bye I want to just close that chapter but you know it's, it's hard to do that especially when a lot of your friendships are within that industry as well so anyway I met my husband he is like a um IT architect completely different stable job um knows what you know knows what he wants he's so different to me like completely different on every single level we're like chalk and cheese but he was exactly what I needed at that particular moment in my life um I needed like grounding and he really sort of gave that to me that didn't necessarily mean like he had all his shit together too no but I needed what he you know what he gave me and offered me and that was really um the start of it really so that really just helped me create some roots um and then yeah from there I I say the only downside with that is I kind of left the acting world and I got like a corporate job a stable job which was then like the total opposite of the spectrum for me you know so I just went from swung from there all the way over to there you know and it was I knew it was like, no, this isn't for me either, but you know, it pays the bills. I'm having a lovely life. I'm not waiting to live before I just spent my life waiting to live. I can't go on holiday because I've got an audition. If I get that audition, I've got to pack my bags and I've got to go there, but you might not get that audition. Take the holiday. No, I can't take the holiday. You know, it was very much like that. It was, 
just waiting to live, which was exhausting, really exhausting. So the only thing like this stable job sort of offered me was that, you know, oh, I get 25 days holiday a year. Great. You know, I'm earning, I'm earning good money. I can, I can, yeah, take the holiday. I can go out for nice meals. I can go to the theater. I can do all those things I love doing um, because, you know, I can book it in my diary and I know nothing's going to take it away from me. I can go and do that. So I spent like a good few years just having a lovely life, which was nice, which was lovely. And then um, we decided that um, we were going to have a baby. And that happened way quicker than I ever thought it would. And I think that was really, for me, like the big opening, the big uh, change in direction. Um, Because all of a sudden, like you suddenly realise like how incredible just the human body is, you know. And I wanted this baby in my belly to be experiencing just you know love and um ease and peace and joy I didn't want her to be experiencing stress or strain or so I really started to you know connect with my body connect with my baby um I started meditating I would I used to hate the tube so I'd like meditate on the tube I put a guided meditation in the tube and I would just you know like sit down hold on to the rail and just zone out and that's kind of like where I really started feeling the change in me. I really started just to feel that peace within, within me. And then I went on maternity leave and I just, you know, it was like with my baby every day, you know, watching my baby, watching the development. And it really puts everything in perspective and it really makes you connect with, well, for me personally, not for everybody, but for me personally, it was really making me connect with, who I was and who I wanted to be and you know asking myself those hard questions who am I and you know am I okay and what if I'm not okay why am I not okay okay how can I how can I fix this and that's when I started looking for tools and I found a new yoga teacher because I remembered I was like ah I remembered when I felt really good and connected in my physical body I'm going to go to yoga again. And then um, I joined this yoga class and, oh my goodness, it was like, oh, it was just like coming, coming home. I can't really explain it. The woman that taught this yoga class, she's actually passed away now, but it was actually, you might know who she was. She used to be in Emmerdale, Leah Bracknell. I don't know if you ever watched Emmerdale. I'm not sure. I'm sure I'd recognize her. Yeah. And And it was interesting because she used to be an actress too. So we had this like connection. And every time I went to her class, oh, it just was like, oh, I don't know, like just more lifting, more layers being removed. And I was like, I need to be a yoga teacher. That's what I need to do. This is what I love. This, This is my purpose. This is what I need to do. So that's what I started to journey towards, journey on. And um, I realized like, oh my God, it's not just about moving your body. Like when I was on this yoga course, it's not just about the asana. It's not just about moving your physical body. It's not just about meditation. There's just so much more to it than that. And I guess that's where it takes me up to, to this day because, you know, the science of yoga is really about And we can make it really complicated. We can make the science of yoga really incredibly complicated. And, um, you know, there's lots of people that have dedicated their life to um, uncover, you know, their wisdom and the the magic and the science behind yoga. Um, Really what it boils down to is this, you know, like the science of self-realization, the the yoga is really about self-exploration and yeah self-realization and then when you get to that point when you kind of realize that you what you see when you see yoga on instagram it's all about you know quite impressive um you know asanas postures and it goes so far beyond that like 
their tools, meditation, mantra work, um, yeah, the, the physical aspects of yoga, their, their tools, breathing, their tools to uncover and to connect you with yourself. So then I became a yoga teacher and I've been teaching yoga ever since. Um, but uh, where I live, I don't live in London anymore. Um, you know, I needed kind of something else to uh, supplement my income. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not just going to run around, you know, like to yoga studio, to yoga studio. There's not many around here. Um, I'm not going to just have, you know, try and have people in my home all the time. Like, that doesn't feel right. Because for me, it wasn't just about the physical asana, because yoga isn't just about the physical asana. But, you know, most people will connect with that. Most people go, oh, I need to do some yoga. Like, I need to find a yoga teacher. And for me, it just was beyond that. It's like, yeah, I can teach you. I can teach you a yoga flow. That would be really cool. But there's so much more that I want to teach, I want to do. And that's where the coaching sort of came into it. Um, so I got a, um, I got a job. Um, and I needed to do some extra training, some coaching training, and I became a health coach, a health coach in the NHS. And um, that was a massive like eye opener, like how, how many people are just getting by each day, like literally so disconnected from themselves. Like, like it, it actually makes me well up, like just thinking about it. Um, and I thought, I've got, to, I've got to do something. I've got, you know, this, this, is, this can't continue. <laughs> um, and I have seen hundreds and hundreds, men, women, all ages in clinic. And um, often the story is the same, really, you know, like deep down. And the story is that we've become so disconnected from ourselves. We are carrying the weight of past stories that possibly aren't even true. Um, we are carrying the burden of everything. We're just absorbing all the time, everything around us, you know, um, the news. I mean, how fearful has the news been the last 15, 16, 17, 18 months, you know, we're absorbing all the time and um, we've become so fearful and we become so stuck. We become stuck in our bodies. We become stuck in our minds. And the trouble I found with doing this NHS role as a health coach was there was a framework that I kind of had to stick to. And I was like, I'm just done with frameworks. Like, I'm just done with, you know, no, I want to, I don't want to talk about how much that you know, how much that person weighs or how much, what that person's eating. I don't want to talk about that, you know, but I have to, it's a tick box exercise, you know? And I was like, no, I can't do, no, can't do this anymore. But I knew that I had to go through that process because the amount of characters, the amount of people, the amount of souls that I uh, encountered on that journey was, you know, to really help me get to the point where I am now. Um, I would never have got to meet that many people just coaching alone, you know? Yeah. The, uh, not, the not, not, yeah, not going back five years. I mean, now it's, you know, coaching, you know, it's exploded, but going back five years, like it just, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that um, widely known. It was, certainly wasn't in my, uh, it was in my, I knew it existed, but it wasn't like a, Oh, do people actually hire coaches? Oh, okay. Like it wasn't in my um, my thought process then. It wasn't in my consciousness. So um, that job really allowed me just to just meet so many people from so many different backgrounds with so many different issues, and helping them to you know navigate that was you know an absolute blessing. Really, even though you know there were some real challenges. Um, yeah, it, it was an absolute blessing. And then, sorry, Liz, I'm like chatting away, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, There's then, so many pieces to it, though. I think so, so many people will resonate with this because it, it needs to be explained in full because it's a journey. Like, I, I'm just kind of hearing, you know, you met your husband at the right time. And then it's almost like you, you loved and needed so much stability in your life then 
you went into full-time, you know, more traditional corporate style employment. And then it was moving over into the health coaching where you, it sounds like you had this wild initiation into the world of coaching because, yeah, I guess these people weren't necessarily signing up for coaching and then they were from all walks of life. And like you say, very, very disconnected to the themselves. Therefore, I imagine they're, they're not aligned with who your kind of dream client is now, the people you work with now. So it must have been wild. And it's yeah. fascinating to listen to how it's all piecing together and yeah, yeah. coming up to where you are now. Yeah, 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 you've, yeah, you've just like encapsulated it there beautifully. Yeah, yeah. So um, I then just, um, just before like the pandemic hits, well, I mean, there's loads of other bumps in the road as well. Um, I had like a really long fertility journey that I never expected to go on. So uh, when I started my coaching initially, like I just, I just wasn't in the right zone, you know, I needed to um, hibernate, you know, I needed to go into this uh, healing of myself, you know, I was, I was going through, I knew like I was going through another experience that was going to be uh, beneficial for me on a soul level but I didn't understand it at the time. So I needed to like, you know, journey inward, um, be with myself for a little bit longer before I really sort of put myself out there, put myself forward as, as this, this, you know, the coach that I am today. Um, and then, um, funnily enough, when I kind of made peace with the fact that maybe I wouldn't be able to have any more children, I got pregnant again. So, um, yeah. And then when I was pregnant, a bit like when I was pregnant before, um, I mean, I say I got pregnant again. I did actually, I, I lost um, four pregnancies, but this time it felt different. And, you know, obviously I have her now, Martha. Um, she's uh, 15 months old. But um, I knew I had to go through that journey because there was, you know, some some other unraveling that I needed to to do and some wisdom I needed to embody to help me, you know, further along. Um, and then when I was pregnant with Martha, again, it was like this opening up this this portal that opened up. And with Martha this time, it was just even bigger. Like it was bigger than I could even explain to anybody you know um even now I kind of really struggle to find the physical words to match you know how I feel inside um and I just was like right I know like a bit like um when we were talking before about like your podcast it was like oh my goodness it's all so clear I know exactly what I need to do you know um it's just you know it's all opened up for me the course I did then oh my god that is so amazing because that goes with this and then you know my yoga training that goes with this and oh my goodness it's just all come together and I feel like I know exactly what I need to be doing and then that's sort of how my um coaching like for myself uh really came into fruition really and then, but not just like the, the, like that, it was also like when, you know, you talk about um, sort of making magic almost with your marketing, you know, um, it, it gave me the confidence to like step out into that arena of, okay, this is, this is what I do actually. Yeah, I'm going to own it. This is what I do. And I'm, you know, really proud of it. And um yeah, I'm going to call in my soulmate clients um, and I know exactly who they are. I've worked with enough people to know exactly who they are. And um, yeah, and then that just opened up a whole nother level of yeah, trajectory, really. Um, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Like what, what an insane and beautiful and tough and all the things journey. Um, I think... Yeah, it's a for me like it's been a mixture of um, tapping into my intuition through difficult things, through like you know even in the workplace like certain things happening and it not being very pleasant, and you know just like people and the energy I was around, 
and and then it kind of getting worse in the next job I went yeah. to and then getting worse again and it's almost like yeah. the universe was like hello how much worse does it need to get before you wake up and realize this yeah. is not the right path yeah. <laughs> you're not happy here like yeah. switch direction and yeah the combination of all of the really difficult things that we then take action around you know seek help around so you know all of those people starting off with the yoga and like you say all of those kind of um those earth angels you met that helped you in various different ways and then I can imagine probably later on you started investing in kind of coaching and was more intentional around that stuff I certainly have been over the last year or so um, that is then I think that can then turn to a real rapid level of development and I know that you speak around like rapid transformation I'd love to find out a bit more about what that is and how you help people like if someone came to you and they had um, you know they had these feelings where perhaps well maybe you explain to me what do people come to you with and what transformation mm-hmm. do they want and then how do you help you help them um, mm-hmm. achieve that more rapid change in their life well rapid change is really um it's really like down to to the to the person really and where they are so people come to me for all all different all different reasons I work with women that are in business and they feel they still you know they're feeling that disconnect um, they know where they want to be and they just can't work out why they can't get there. Um, or, you know, sometimes I'm working with women that feel like they've just lost their spark. Sometimes like post, you know, I talked about like my children, you know, opening up this sort of magical portal, as it were. Um, but not all women experience that. Not all women have that. And I'm not making it. Sound, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, being a mother, being a parent is always, you know, amazing it's also you know really hard and tricky at times hard to navigate um and sometimes you know yeah I have women that come to me that that, you know they've they've had the corporate job they've got you know a partner or they've gone through a divorce or they've had children and they're just really lost like really lost and really scared and they feel like they've lost their power. They've lost their spark. They kind of have an idea about what they want to do or where they want to go or how they want their life to be. And, you know, they, they, they just need some, some help with that. They need some guidance with that. Um, they, I mean, you know, you know why when you see somebody that you want to work with, you have a feeling like, oh God, I need to be in that energy. I need to experience a little bit of, of them, of what they have to offer. And very, you know, various clients of mine have come to me for all different reasons. It's always really fascinating why they do. Um, and then when I'm working with them, my the thing that I love most about when I'm working with clients is when you realize that that thing you want that you really want that you really desire is so available to you um and quite often when people come to me they're like no it's not I can't it's not for me it's for them yeah because they've got this they've got that and and when you're working with clients and suddenly these women realize how amazing they are and how much power they have within them, when we're transforming beliefs that have been ingrained in them since they were a child or, you know, growing up or they just see the world through, you know, through, through the eyes that, you know, that they've been conditioned to see through if that makes any sense. So um, when you get to sort of an adult and you start questioning new things and you start going, oh, hold on a minute, like maybe maybe this is available to me. Maybe it is, you know. Um, and so how we make that leap from being, you know, over here and stuck and feeling like 
you're never going to achieve the things that maybe you see others achieving or is just, again, it's coming back to yoga really. It's coming back to that self-realization, that self-exploration and going, hold on a minute. I've based my whole life on everything I like and dislike because of the experiences I've had. So I've had experiences that have I've, I've not liked they haven't been good so what have I done like I've you know clo- I've closed up I've, I've I've rejected that you know that any experience that kind of feels like that as I've gone through my life so um, for instance like say love maybe so if someone has had a heartbreak it might be really tricky for them to trust or love or open their heart up for somebody else because it's too painful. I remember what that love feels like. It feels painful. Does the love feel painful or the experience that you had, you know, feel painful? Um, So the whole of our lives goes on, uh, the whole of our life goes on this like expedition of, oh no, I'm only going to do that because I like that. That feels good for me. No, I'm only going to do that because, you know, that doesn't feel good for me. And then the more experiences you're collecting, you're just adding them to, you know, you're just picking sides and you're just sort of, you're you're adding to them. And so then you kind of go, your brain, because your brain is like protecting you, stops you all the time doing those things that you want to do because it goes no remember you don't like that you don't want to do you don't want to do that you don't like that so um so yeah that the sense of like I think you just referred to like you know that quantum leaping as it were is actually realizing that a lot of this stuff is just mindset work is your brain keeping you safe and we can change that voice in our head we can be the observer that that voice is not us so we can stand outside of ourselves listen to that voice and go actually no that's not me that's not who I am that's my brain keeping me safe okay what can I do to transform this belief that I have about myself and you know that's that's where I work we work through lots of different tools and techniques to release those beliefs um, and heal those those wounds so that you can embody a version of yourself that is you know so much more fruitful so much more so much more let the light in you know so much more light and when you do that like you start realizing that anything is available anything and everything is available to me if I tap into that energy and I I what's the word, I um, commit to um, what I want to do from that energy of love and light and peace. Um, And that's where abundance is. So, and the more that you tap into that energy, the more it flows up in you and the more you're in, you know, in yoga, we call them chakras, the, the energy blockages can flow through and that light just flows out of you. And then the light that you have in you ignites the light in others because it doesn't just have, doesn't just have an effect on you. It has an effect on others around you. They see that change in you. They see that light and yeah. And then that flows into somebody else and then the light in them can spark the light in somebody else. So when I think about the work I'm doing, it goes way beyond that person that I'm on that Zoom call with. You know, it goes to their children, it goes to their husbands, it goes to um, their their parents, you know. Um, Yeah, so... Sorry, I'm going off on one again. (laughs) I love it. I think that's amazing. And I think that when you recognize your effect on others in that that kind of domino snowball effect that you've just explained and when you recognize what effect you want to have in that way because whether it's positive negative whatever it is you're just having that effect aren't you when you recognize that and you get really clear on what um positive impact you want to make on the world essentially and that is when you're 
in alignment that's when you're sitting in your purpose and that is when everything clicks that is when your work feels like the most exciting thing the most easy thing um and yeah it's it's the flow that comes with it and the deep like satisfaction that we're all craving for from life but like if we're talking about work in particular you know so many like you said earlier are um, I think you said earlier, like people, people work in their corporate jobs and just feeling like, well, this is all that's available. This is life. Like, just got to crack on, um, yeah. and not even having the awareness. I haven't even had the conversations or even the thoughts around like, why am I doing this? What, what, like, what effect is it having on the world? Um, and I think, yeah, it, it's just so incredible in the fact that we have people like you to now work with to in my experience, really, really quickly work through our stuff and shift. Like for me, it's felt like shifting or like, I guess, take the past year, for example, over a year morphing into these different versions of myself. But I've actually now realized that it's like an unlearning of the crap that I've picked up over my Mm. lifetime. And it's like a morphing of coming back to myself, like actually yes. discovering who I am rather yeah. than like, oh, I'm really working on being the highest version and not knowing what that means. Like the highest yeah. version of self is you. Yeah. <laughs> without the package <laughs> and the crap. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so incredible. The work you do is amazing and so mm. needed in this world. And I I love this conversation. I love weaving this work into what I do with my marketing. And you do um, it you know, so well. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I just, you know, I am more than, mar- you know, I'm not just about marketing strategy. There is so much more to it. And, um, yeah. and you know, that's we why feel my it. programs, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so, so glad. Um, so we talk about energy a lot and I was looking again through your your Instagram page and I love this quote that you put out there recently you said Mm -hmm. your dream clients are already looking for someone just like you you are an energetic match they are ready and open to receive your magic and this is so aligned with what I talk about because it relates to marketing right it relates to self-marketing the way that you promote yourself online and the way you're encouraging your audience to do so and I would just love for you to tell everyone a little bit more about this. Okay. So I don't know about you, but I've worked with a business coach <laughs> and there was a lot of stuff that I could take. I could take on boards. Yeah. Okay. Get that, you know, strategy, me and strategy have a funny old relationship, but it has its place. And I, I use it when I need to use it, but sometimes I'm like, you know what? Hell with the strategy. This is the message I want to put out. And I do believe like from every cell in my body that my clients will find me. They will find me and they want to work with me because they'll tap into my energy or they'll, they'll, you know, they might slide into my DMs, not to necessarily begin to work with me, but we'll have some chats and, you know, it's a, I can't even explain it. So, so just to go, just to backtrack, like sometimes I feel things in my body and I can't, I can't grasp like the physical words to explain things, but you, you've probably experienced it yourself. You're chatting with someone and you're like, oh my goodness, I just know this, this person's going to be a client. I just know it. Like, and I don't have to try. I don't have to push. I don't have to go, oh, here's, you know, I don't have to do any of that. It, it happens organically because we're energetically matched and we're, we're aligned to work with each other. So it feels easy. It feels effortless. And I don't have to... I don't, I, I don't have to push. I don't feel like I push and I don't have to push. Um, I, don't, I don't think I ever will. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of where that quote comes from, really. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any more to explain than that. Like your soulmate clients are drawn to you. And 
when they're listening to you or they're reading your, you know, your Instagram, they're looking at your Instagram page. You know, I, I have people that follow me they, and then they come into, my, you know, come into my messages and I'm like, wow, my goodness, like, where have you been? I, you know, I, I love your content, blah, blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. I had one just yesterday. A lady was saying to me, wow, you should have so many more followers than you have. And I was like, it's not about the followers. Like the followers doesn't mean anything, you know? Um, but you know, I guess there was a compliment there. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, the strategy has its place, but I just know that my soulmate clients, end up working with me sometimes it's not straight away but you know it happens when it's meant to happen and um yeah I feel okay with that <laughs> yeah and and that's the beauty of being really intuitive and fluid with your content isn't it like um you know I I believe that we when we're tapped into how we're feeling and we share from that place day to day our audience our aligned clients are so in need of that message on the day happens yeah. with me so much with always a couple of mentors that I work with they post something and I'm like wow <laughs> like this is spooky I cannot you know I cannot tell you how much I really needed that today and not yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. you know you see that so much on Instagram I really needed this today it's not a shallow comment it's like a yeah. fuck what yeah you just yeah. climbed inside my brain and gave me all this juicy comforting stuff around around what Just I'm what interesting I over or whatever yeah, yeah. so yeah I'm 100 yeah with you on that. and you do you do that as well like sometimes I'll go like oh I haven't seen um so and so like like pop into my feed I don't know if this ever happens with you like oh I wonder if they're okay like maybe then maybe they've not been on Instagram you open your Instagram and boom there it is and they've got this gorgeous <laughs> message to share with you and you're like oh wow okay like energetically like oh uh, you know we're we're just yeah we're in alignment you know and it just it's beautiful I love the way that happens mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing it is magical ah uh, Amazing. I could chat with you so much longer. I have so, so many more things I want to ask. <laughs> Sorry, I, we, I know. <laughs> I apologize a lot as well, which is like a really something I'm really working on. But um, I do realize that I um, have been, yeah, chatting. No, not well. at all. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's funny. Like, thank you for sharing that as well. I, I, yeah, I really like admire when people, when we share like the stuff we're working through, and it's something that I'm going to be doing more of on my on, like in my content sharing what I'm going through so we're all going through stuff but I actually decided this week that I am no longer offering one hour um sessions to new clients one-off like intensives because an hour is not enough no so it's no, not enough yeah. for sessions it's clearly yeah. not enough for a podcast however <laughs> We must draw a line somewhere. I know. Oh, Let's take you. it offline. Let's um, yeah. have a have a Zoom wine and have a further chat. <laughs> uh, Han, thank, thank you so you. much. It's been an absolute pleasure, and um, yeah, big things for your podcast. I feel it. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so so much for spending the time with me with us. And just before we go, I would love to ask, where would you like people to find you if they want to find out more, if they want to vibe with you online, find out about your services and so on? Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram. That's that's really where I hang out most, to be honest. Um, uh, at Leanne Cumber, just, just my name, Leanne Cumber. Um, I have a website, which is www.leannecumber.com um, and I teach I only teach one class well I teach private yoga clients but I teach one sort of group class it's really affordable it's only five pounds it's like 35 to 40 minutes long on a Sunday evening I call it my cozy nighttime yoga flow um, it started during lockdown because I just felt like I wanted to just connect with people and, you know, give a sense of um, peace and ease and calm and soothing vibes in a really sort of uncertain, 
chaotic time. Uh, so it started like in 2020 in lockdown and I've just sort of like continued it. I don't know how long I'm going to continue it for, but at the moment my intuition is just sort of calling me to continue it for a little bit longer. So um, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, if you want to come along to that, you are more than welcome. I usually put the link in my bio or you can find it on my um, website. Um, Yeah, and that's via Zoom. Um, And that's that's about it. I'm always open to chat. So if anyone ever wants to just, you know, talk about a post that I've put up or, you know, a reel or, you know, whatever, a story, just slide into my DMs. I love a chat, as you know now. (laughs) um, Yeah, um, that's where you can find me. Amazing. Thank you so, so much. Definitely everyone go and check out Leanne's Instagram. It's incredible. I think I've saved down like 15 of your posts so far. Like everything I want to save, save. Amazing. Gold. Absolute magic. Yeah. Your work is magic. Um, You're amazing. Thank you so, so much. um, Thank (laughs) you. Cheers. Thank you. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have had you join us. If you loved today's episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Liz Spears Marketing. I'd love to connect with you all on there. And I'd also love to ask for you to show me some love by leaving a rating or a review. I'd really, really appreciate that support. If you'd like to find out more about me and my marketing services for small business owners like you, check out the show notes for all the different ways we can work together or visit my website, lizspearsmarketing.com wishing you an amazing day and sending you lots and lots of love.